What's up, Buds? What's up? BJ and Daryl bring to you Buds Watch Wrestling. Uh, I'm BJ. And I'm Daryl, and this week we watched wrestling. Yeah. Some new wrestling, too. I'm also Daryl again, and not Dewdrop. Huh? I'm also Daryl again, and not Dewdrop. That's true. I was Dewdrop this week. That's right, I forgot about that. It wasn't very fun. No. You don't want to be Dewdrop this week. Um, I don't even know what they did to her, but I imagine it's Oh, I told you. I told you. Oh, that was this week. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we'll get to it. But I guess we'll, as always, we'll start off with Monday Night Raw, brother, brother. Yeah. Yeah. But not as always, because he's been gone for like six weeks. We start off with Randy Orton welcoming us to Monday Night Raw. With no explanation or anything. He just came back. Yeah, he was dead. Gone and now he's back. It didn't matter because Riddle was entertaining while he was gone. So. They still could have gave us something. I mean, come on. They've got like 80 fucking writers and they couldn't even write a reason why he was gone yeah. for seven weeks or whatever. Vacation. Um, he's about to What's talk. vacation? Huh? What's vacation? I get one. Mama, what's vacation? <laughs> um, it's where you go away. So obviously Riddle away. comes down afterwards. Or once, yeah. In a minute. And he missed then, Orton too. He did. It was great. Um, these two are fantastic together. But then they got interrupted by Styles and Almas. Um, and uh, so Orton goes for the RKO on AJ. AJ escapes. Mm-hmm. And then Randy kind of like slightly goes after him and it leaves Riddle and Omus in the ring. And then Riddle's like, oh, I got this and goes for the RKO. On Omis. <laughs> and Omis just catches him. Right. Like, tossed him. Just tossed him away. Um, yeah. And then they walk off. It was, it was, it was a good segment. It's the only good thing on Raw. Um, uh, there was also a beautiful, I did catch this, there was a very beautiful fucking, uh, uh, finish with, uh, AJ went for a phenomenal forearm and yeah, that's Orton the caught him with the event. Event. Oh, that, yeah. I thought the match happened right here. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, then we'll wait for that. We'll get there. Yeah. <coughs> um, oh, we did get... Okay, so... Yeah, it's dumb that the brand of brand invitational is back, but this was fantastic because Baron Corbin's... <laughs> yeah, Baron Corbin's here. Um, but he needs the extra money, so he's going to work an extra night on Raw right. to get some extra money. Ginger called him up and needed help with Drew, so... You know, he's like, yeah, I'll come make some few bucks, you know. Um, and then uh, Drew McIntyre gets interviewed. We hear more about his sword and shit. I don't know. <laughs> um, I mean, then we got the Baron Corbin versus Drew McIntyre match. I mean, it was whatever. They actually got a commercial break. <laughs> um, but Drew or uh, McIntyre. Ends up, like, in the middle of the match, like, dude, I know it's bad. You know, how much money do you need for a few days, you know, meal, bed, I'll shower? I'll <laughs> And Corbin's like, 100000 That's all I need. Just 100000 And And then McIntyre's like, oh, okay, that sounds reasonable. You sure you don't need 200 300 And he counts down. Three, two, one. Fucking Claymore. Pin one, two, three. Take it was that. great. Um, yeah. Take it. And of course, McIntyre and Veer, or Ginger, Veer, and Shanky come down, and McIntyre grabs his sword and points it at him. So, whatever. Um, yeah, we got some more stuff between Randy and Riddle. Um, 
where Randy Randy doesn't want to be a team with him, but he wants to be friends. Or Rain, Riddle wants to be friends. Okay. Um. So, and I Orton says he doesn't we want. We are gonna be friends. Orton doesn't want Riddle ringside. Right. That's important. Yeah. Well, Orton doesn't say anything. Actually, Riddle wants to be out there, and Orton doesn't say anything. Okay. Giving him the silent um, treatment. Yeah. And we got some more stuff um, with Hardy and Karrion Cross, mm-hmm. and then they matched again. Mm-hmm. And Cross actually won this time, so I That's guess. That's good news. I don't know. Whatever. Um, here we go. Then we got Alexa Bliss versus Dewdrop. <laughs> and Lily was just placed in the corner, you know, the doll. And the finish of this match was. Or Dewdrop went to go do a move in the corner, and the doll winked at her, and she was scared so much that she backed up right into a roll-up, and Alexa Bliss wins. It's a CGI wink, too. Yeah, it was so bad. It was so fucking stupid. Um, Yeah. Mm -hmm. Then after the match, Eva was mad because Dewdrop lost, and she slapped her. Um, Morrison and Miz are backstage... Hyping up their match because, uh, yeah, that they're gonna. I think we're getting Morrison and Damien again. Okay, but it's the number one contender match. It's good to see Miz is in a wheelchair. Yeah, or well, first we get Sheamus versus Ricochet, and that's probably a solid if Ricochet match. wins, he's number one contender. Oh, um, so it's a number one contenders match. Yeah, but he didn't win. Okay. Surprisingly, Shamus That is won. surprising. Right? But then she, uh, Priest music hits afterwards and he goes after Sheamus. Right. So, and then we got Damian Priest versus John Morrison, which was good again. Um, because there was an attempted distraction and it actually didn't work for once. Like, Damian's about to go for his finisher and Miz sprays him in the face with uh, water and he just... Looks over and hits his finisher anyway. One, two, three. Right. So, finally for once. Right, it's just water. Right. Right. So, and then Priest gets on the mic afterwards that he want, says that he wants Sheamus at uh, um, SummerSlam. And then he bro-kicks Morrison, too, afterwards, which is cool. Nice. Yeah. Uh, we got T-Bar versus Mustafa Ali. And T-Bar ends up winning. Okay. Whatever. Congratulations. I got some funny news and rumors about them later. Oh. What? It was just a Twitter uh, interaction. It oh. was hilarious. I, I want to have the exact words, though, because it was fine. so fucking good. I've got next to nothing for news and rumors this week. But we'll get there. Um, Lashley comes to the ring, talks about Goldberg, whatever. I don't care. Um, Rhea Ripley gets interviewed. She seemed like a dork. Which sucks. They do that a lot to her. Mm-hmm. Then we got her versus uh, Nikki Ash. ASH. And Nikki Ash wins. ASH. By disqualification, because Charlotte showed up. Surprise. So, yeah. Um, this is kind of interesting. Uh, there was a vignette for Elias, and oh, yeah. there was a fire, and he basically burned his guitar and said WWE used to stand for walk with Elias, but Elias is dead. So, see where his character goes. Probably I'm interested to see 
if they yeah if they change things. I'm up. curious, but like yeah, oh, it'll probably be dumb, but like I assume it's gonna be dumb because they strip the two things that have been working for him, walk with Elias and mm-hmm. the guitar, and they just strip both of the two things that have been working for him all this time. The yeah, only but thing I think it's just for him. I think it's played out at this point. Like I don't think there's much more. Well, it's because they didn't do anything, anything with it. Yeah, it's just been the same thing the whole fucking time. Right, and that's why you need something different. Inconsistency. Right. That's the that's the real enemy of the WWE. Mm-hmm. Inconsistency. Oh yeah, for sure. And then our main event. Main event. That's consistent. We have one of those every week. I can't get excited for this shit. Well, this was cool. Because it was Randy Orton versus AJ Styles. Yeah. And this was a fun match because it's always going to be right. a Right. It's Orton and AJ Styles. Right. They're two of the best. <laughs> See, that's the, the problem with Raw. Like, a lot of the matches are good. You just don't give a fuck about them. Right. Or they finish stupid. stupid. Yeah, they do have shit finishes. That's the problem. You what amazes me is the same person that oversees this horse shit oversees SmackDown, right. which is consistently one of the best two hours of wrestling on TV. Right. It's fucking retarded. Yeah. Yeah. I don't get it. Um, so yeah, we had this match, and the finish uh, was fantastic. You know, um, Riddle shows up, puts a sleeper hold on Omus, um, and Orton, or Gordon's kind of distracted, but AJ goes for the phenomenal forearm, but ends up hitting a, getting into an RKO instead. Mm-hmm. So, and Randy Orton gets the win. Yep. Um, afterwards, Riddle gets in, wants to uh, um, celebrate, that's the word, celebrate with Orton, and goes to hug him. Orton actually hugs, hugs him, celebrates a little bit. And, uh, then after he just, he hits RKO out of nowhere on Riddle, but just the way it looked was like, okay, we're a team, but fuck you. Like it was almost like a brothers type thing. Well, it went off with Byron Saxon yelling and screaming about them being a team now. So yeah. And Randy's look was just like this delight and he got like down on his knees and was petting Riddle's head and stuff. It was, it was beautiful. Mm -hmm. So they're the only good thing on Raw, like you said. And have been the only good thing on Raw for a while now. Yeah. Yeah. Since so. they fucked up Drew. Right. So that was Monday Night Raw, brother, brother. Right. And the Her Business. Yeah. Yeah, the Her Business was good too. I forgot mm-hmm. about that. Yeah, the Her Business was the best thing on TV for a long time. They could have done something with that fucking, um. The fuck was it? The Underground? Oh, yeah, the Raw Underground. That yeah, they could have done something with that. Yeah. But they didn't even give it long enough to do anything with mm-hmm. or ever really explain it or feature it or make it consistent. Or, right. Yep. But it had some promise. Ring of Honor. Ring of Honor. Uh, Ian Riccoboni welcomes viewers to the show. Yeah. And previews it, which includes two first-round matches in the winner's tournament. Or in the women's tournament. Winner's tournament, Yes. Where the winners go on. Yes. Uh, we're going to start off with Quinn McKay taking on Mandy uh-huh. Leone. Yeah. Quinn McKay's back in the tournament because the fans voted her in per the ruling of Maria Kanellis. Yep. And Maria has also determined, not just for this match, but for the whole tournament, Mandy Leone and Angelina Love are not allowed to be ringside for each other's matches. Nice. That's this is to be a one-on-one. And right. as expected, after a great... Uh, um, back and forth match actually these two had a really fun match but Quinn McKay ends up getting Leon 1-2-3 mm. and picks up the victory nice. Um, and the announced team just 
fantastic, like yeah. trying not to play favorites, but not being able to help cheer for Quinn and and Quinn like celebrated with him after the match, nice. and it was fucking fantastic. That's good. And like when she won, it felt so real, and it just yeah. got you in the feels. It's great. Yeah, that's two um, big field, field moments this week. And then the second match, uh, the women's championship tournament, we saw Marty Bell taking on Trish Adora. Uh, Marty, like Marty Bell. Yeah, Marty Bell, buds. You've probably heard us talked about in some old NWA stuff, which mm-hmm. you can hear in the Bud Cives. Yeah, it would have been some pre-COVID episodes. Yeah, they're free 99. And I did not know Trish Adora. She was all right. They okay. had a solid match. Nice. And uh, Trish Adora picks up the victory. Yeah. Uh, she actually made her tap oh, wow. out with cattle mutation. Wow. So... That's yeah. kind of surprising there. I thought so as well. I fully expected Marty Bell as being the name you know, but maybe she was just in the tournament to fill it, and uh, Trish was. Mm-hmm. And then we got the main event of Ring of Honor, Bandito and Ray Oris taking on Brody King and Chris Dickinson. This was fucking great. Um, this nice. was just a fantastic match. Bandito ended up picking up the victory uh, in the 21-plex. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dickinson and him and Bandito go on to win and then LaFaction and Garbernable come out and attack Bandito and Oris because you know Bandito beat Rush for the world championship and uh, Homicide comes out to make nice. the save nice um, but yeah uh, Rush still stands tall over Bandito as the show goes off the air nice so yeah he tried to break his leg with a chair, and that's when Homicide came out, which was odd because you didn't expect Homicide to come to the rescue of Ray Oris and right. Bandito. Right. But that's dope. since Selena turned heel, it kind of makes sense. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And that was Ring of Honor this week. Yeah. So I was, going, I was going to Twitter to see if there's maybe anything that trending that we needed to report on later. Okay. Because that's usually what I do while you talk about Ring of Honor. Um, and one of the things trending is the cum bucket right now. It's not wrestling related at all, but there's this basketball player whose last name is Kaminga, K-U-M-I-N-G-A, mm-hmm. and he's really good at shooting, so they're calling him the cum buckets. <laughs> That's all. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> That's fucked. Right. That's <laughs> probably like, what the fuck? <laughs> right. What did I do? I'll just stop being good at basketball. Yeah, that's what I would do. No more shooting hoops for me. <coughs> oh, All right, Dark Elevation. Yeah, Dark Elevation. It was only 45 minutes again this week. They've been short. They parked it, picked it up. Packed a lot into it, too. Uh, Red Velvet versus Renee Michelle. And Red Velvet won. The Captain, Sean Dean versus Pretty Peter Avalon. And Pretty Peter won. No, Captain, Captain won. won. Mm-hmm. I didn't remember. Hikaru Shida took on Tesha Price. Hikaru Shida won. Brian Cage took on Ricky Shane Page. Brian Cage won. Uh, Shane Page looked alright. Nice. Jade Cargill took on Amber Nova. Jade crushed her. And Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus of the uh, Jurassic Express took on Charlie Bravo and Cyrus. Uh, The Lucha Brothers. Oh, no. And that, yeah. Took on Charlie Bravo and Cyrus. This is two different matches. Right. And yeah, Jungle, uh, Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus won. And then the main event. Main event. The Lucha Bros took on Matt Seidel and Mike Seidel. This was a good match. Lucha Bros picked up the victory, though. So, yep. But yeah, this was a really good match. I recommend you buds check that one out, actually. It was a fun tag match. That's dope. 
And that was uh, Elevation. That was Elevation. With that, we'll move on to Regular Dark. Regular Dark. Uh, this one started off with Thunder Rosa taking on Zeta Zang. Thunder Rosa won. Red Velvet versus Skylar Moore. Red Velvet picked up the victory. Uh, 2.0 took on Adrian Alanis and Liam Gray. 2.0 hit, uh, maintained their victorious ways here. Bear Country took on Chaos Project. And crushed Chaos Project. Darby Allen took on Inviticus Kosh. And Darby Allen won. QT Marshall versus Allen Angels. QT Marshall defeated Allen Angels. Mm-hmm. Hikaleo took on Thad Brown. Hikaleo won. Nyla Rose versus Valentina Rossi. Nyla Rose won. Daniel Garcia against Fuego del Sol. Danny Garcia picked up the victory. Penelope Ford uh, versus Sahara Seven. Penelope Ford won. And Pinnacle members <laughs> Sean Spears and Wardlow. Not made of Oh. Took on Ripper Zabisco and Seth Gargas. Spears and Wardlow won. The Hybrid 2 took on Jay Freddy and Marcus Cross. Hybrid 2 won. The Lucha Bros versus Cesar Bononi and J.D. Drake. Lucha Bros. Tay Conti versus Robin Renegade. Tay Conti. Even though Robin Renegade should win some matches because she's got such a dope fucking name. Private Party versus Chuck Taylor and Wheeler Yuta. Uh, I'm going to say Private Party. They did. And let's see. We got Dark Order of Uno, Grayson, and Colt Cabana versus Davis Romus, Rama, Rama, Ramos, Jake Manning, and Joey Sweets. Dark Order. And our main event. Main event. More Dark Order. Alex Reynolds, 10, and John Silver versus Dean Alexander, Arjun Singh, and T.I.M. I'm guessing uh, not... T.I.M. and R.J. Singh. Right. Dark Order. Yeah. But the Dark Order. Because yes. they're fucking Dark Order. Right. And this is dark. Right. It's their, kind of their show. Mm-hmm. In a way, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. I guess with that, we can move on to NXT, Nephew Nephew. Mm-hmm. This was an alright show this week. Yeah. I didn't watch. I was just too butthurt about everything that's going on. And I figured I might as well watch it while it's still good. So Yeah. That's true. Enjoy while it's there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, this show started off with Dakota Kai taking on Saray. Dakota Kai won. This was a long fucking match. Yeah. I don't... I can't get I feel like this is... I feel like this is, um... One of those matches that shouldn't have been booked, though. Because I think both needed to keep winning. Like, Saray's just getting there. I'm not... I'm not starting. I'm not enjoying Saray. I feel like she would fit better in the AEW roster. Yeah. Well, yeah. She's too Joshi for NXT. I think that's my issue. Okay. That makes sense. Because if you think about the Japanese women that they brought over, they're mm-hmm. not, they, they aren't the Joshi style. They brought over Io Shirai and Kyra Sane and Asuka. Yeah. Whereas AEW has more of the Joshi Japanese wrestlers, Yuki Sakazaki and Ryo and, you know, all them. Right. And, uh, it's just not juxtaposition. I don't think it works that well. I couldn't get into this match. Great. Yeah. But Dakota wins. She did. She should. She's the number one contender. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I do agree with you. They both need to win. Yeah. Storyline-wise. Yeah. Um, we get Indy Hartwell is getting ready for her date with Dexter Lewis oh, this evening. There's a bunch of clips and, of this throughout the show. Yeah. And uh, this one, basically, Gargano says that uh, she has to be back by 10. So. Gotcha. And yeah, 
Um, and then there's a promo in the parking lot by Hit Row. They're done by... Uh, um, I didn't see this, actually. Oh, okay. They're standing by a flaming trash can, and um, Swerve has one of Escobar's masks and throws it into the trash mm. can. I heard this. I was uh, having some stomach problems. Ah, fair enough. Yeah. We got Dragon, uh, Ilja Dragonoff mm-hmm. coming to the ring, talking about his match with Walter. Yeah, and Pete Dunne interrupts him mm-hmm. and um, challenges him to a match tonight. Tonight, yeah. So Dunne accepts. So we'll have that later this evening. I think that's the main event. I do too. Um, and we got a match with LA Knight versus Chase. Um, and LA Knight picks up pretty quick one. Yeah, this was more for the aftermath. Yeah. Um. Because Cameron Grimes was there, and the Million Dollar Man comes down. Right. And they yeah. talk and go back and forth, and basically, it's if Cameron... First, LA Knight wasn't going to give him another match. I've already beat you twice. I don't have anything else to prove. I'm not mm-hmm. wrestling you again. I'm ready for somebody else. And then they finally, he's like, all right, here's the deal. If you beat me in this match, you be the, you become a million dollar champion. But if I win, not only do you have to be my butler, but Ted DiBiase has to be my butler too. Yep. And that was it. That should be And they accepted. So I imagine Cameron Grimes wins this one. He's finally going to get his win. Good story. Right. For goofy butler stuff. Like, I like the way they've done this one. It's been different than most Butler stories. Right. Like where Grimes is actually like enjoyed mm-hmm. some of it. Yeah. He's all into it. So To the moon. Yep. We got Gigi Dolan taking on Amari Miller. Gigi Dolan won. Yeah. She looked really good here too. She did look pretty I good think. in her first outing in the next mm-hmm. day. Yeah. I really enjoyed. Yeah. Um, her first Her finish was really cool. Yeah. It was cool. I enjoyed it. So. Um, I don't know what it's called. But yeah. I don't either. It's like an abdominal stretch, like flip something. It was neat. Into a pin, like a cradle. Right, yeah. Cradle pin, basically. Yeah, it was neat. Um, Slander. Then we got another segment with Indy's uh, ordering at the restaurant and orders a bunch. And she finds Johnny Gargano and Candice LeRae hiding at the restaurant and tries to tell them to leave. So this goes on throughout. At one point, Candace is hiding behind a <clears throat> behind a menu, mm-hmm. and she gets busted because Johnny's radio in her. Yeah, and then there's yeah. which I think was this one. Yeah, that's this one. Yeah. And then there's another one later on. We'll just cover it where Johnny shows up as like the dessert guy, okay. and but yeah. it's very obviously Johnny, and yeah. she rips the wig off, and then nice. he. Smashes the entire cake in Dexter Loomis's face. That's great. And like freaks and runs away so he doesn't get beat up. And then she's like something like, Ooh, I love sweets and like wipes some of it off his face and eats it. So nice. She didn't care that he was covered in cake. And he just sat there like the whole time just like being Dexter Loomis. It was good. It was really good. I, like I thought everybody did a good job nice. in this. Um, we got contract signing between Adam Cole and Kyle O'Reilly. Mm-hmm. Um, basically, it's announced that this is going to be a two out of three falls match. One guy names one stipulation, one guy names the other, and then if they need the third, um, William Regal picks it. So, I hate this, and so the first one's just a straight up match. Second one's going to be a street fight, and then the third one's going to be a cage match. So, I hate to take a stipulation for a three falls match. Yeah, yeah, 
It's dumb. A lot, yeah. Stupid. I'm glad they don't do it that much, but... I mean, it should be fun, but I'm just... Yeah, we'll see. Um... NXT Breakout Tournament semifinals match. Odyssey Jones versus Trey Baxter. And uh, Odyssey Jones picks up the win here, and he's moving on to the finals. Yeah, I like him. Which he's, I think he's my pick to win it anyway. So He was mine from day one. Yeah. yeah. So, But you can hear us talk about free in the book guys as well. Yeah. Or BJ and I did a, a fantasy pick of who we thought was going to do about our wants and wills of the tournament. Yeah. Bracket. Um, Free in the book, guys. So Regal uh, announces next week the tag titles will be on the line with MSK versus Imperium. Mm-hmm. And Kushida will defend their uh, Cruiserweight Championship against Roddy. So yeah. That gets announced. Uh, then we got Boa taking on Drake Maverick. Mm-hmm. And Boa picked up the victory. Yeah, yeah. for sure. That's uh, yeah, a Drake, given there. Drake Maverick doesn't win matches. No. Um, okay. And then our main event. Main event! Ilja Dragunov versus Pete Dunne. This match was fucking dope. Yeah. Of course it was. I mean, look at those two. Right? Yeah. And, uh, Walter ends up causing the distraction, um, mm-hmm. for, so Pete Dunne could hit the bitter end and pick the victory. Pick the victory. Yeah. Up, so. Leads me to believe Dragunov's winning the, tele- the UK title. Yeah. I, I think he's finally. He I think I already thought he was. I think this kind of cements it, though. Right. So yeah, yeah. that was NXT. Yeah. So get it while it's good. Yeah, it might not be for much longer. We'll probably talk about that later in news and rumors, mm-hmm. I imagine. <clears throat> but with that, let's move on to AEW yeah. Dynamite. Dynamite. One of the two best wrestling shows, I guess. Now three. Mm-hmm. With yeah. Page starting this week. Yep. We'll get there. Dynamites first. Mm-hmm. Boom. Light the fuse. Um, bring the boom. Dynamite. Yep. And we started off with a trios match. Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks versus Dante Martin and the Seidel Brothers. Yeah. This was Dante Martin's coming out party. Like, this was... <sighs> he was fantastic. Like, and the crowd made this, too, because they slowly built into loving this kid throughout the match, and it was just so organic and so It was great. Good. But, dude, some of the shit he was doing... Was he just was so amazing? Important. Yeah, dude, he got in the ring without like through the ropes without touching the apron. It was fucking nuts. I told you at one yeah. point, I was like, he's like putting on a Ray Phoenix performance mm-hmm. right now. Like it's oh, that yeah. good. And like, most of the comments were like, "Okay, I want to see that match now." Like, I want to see Ray versus yeah him. Um, but yeah, so good. Ends up. He does end up taking the one-winged angel, though. Yeah, nobody gets up from that. No. Except for Cody. And they even picked him up and hit the triple BT V-trigger thing. Right. um, To pick up the win, so. (coughs) And then afterwards, um, uh, Don Callis gets on the mic, but Christian Cage shows up, and he has Jurassic Express with him and says um, that at Rampage... He's going to face Kenny Omega for the Impact Championship. So that'll be dope. That will be dope. Yeah. It will be. It was. It was. Um, they had a great match. We'll call. get there. But, yeah. The finish was great, too. It was all great. Um, and then also the Jurassic Express announced that the Young Bucks are going to face uh, them. Them. 
Yeah. Next week. Next on week for Dynamite for the championships. Dynamite so. for the championships. Yeah. It'd be good times. Yep. Um, or it should be. That should be a good match. Yeah. We got a Malachi Black promo um, talking about Cody Rhodes and says it, he has one foot in the grave and he's going to put the other one in, basically. It was solid. Then we got um, Daniel Garcia uh, with 2.0 by their side taking on Darby <laughs> Allen um, with Jeff Farmer by their side. I mean, <laughs> for <Cosmo>. Sting. <laughs> Yeah, so 2.0 has this gimmick where they don't believe Sting is the real Sting, and it's NWO Sting, who was Jeff Farmer. And so... And BJ and I couldn't stop joking about it throughout the entire yeah, the entire, entire show. Thing. It was so good. Um, God damn it, Jeff. And, but uh, Darby Allen wins this match, and then after the match, 2.0 attack them, but Sting makes the save. Mm-hmm. Um, and... So next week we're actually going to get that tag match too right. between Two Point versus Sting and Darby, which these guys got like these guys got cut from NXT forty five days ago, <laughs> and now they're facing Sting. Like how dope is that? That's insane, right? Think um, how they feel. Oh, I bet. That's what I'm saying. Like, like, we didn't even get a chance to start, really start our gimmick in NXT right. yet. Like, we were just about to start, and yeah. now we're yeah. facing Sting. Right. Fucking nuts. It is insane. Uh, Death Triangle cuts a promo about Andrade, um, and basically we're getting, we're going to end up getting Pac versus Andrade, and that's going to be dope. Mm-hmm. Um, trios match. Orange Cassidy, Wheeler Yuta, and uh, Chuck Taylor versus Matt Hardy and Private Party. This was all right. Um, it was more... Well, um, yeah, there was a lot of interference because obviously there was the Hardy family there and Statlander was there and then Nyla Rose shows up and attacks Statlander, um, which was cool because they're having a match next. Right. So... Um, but at the end of the day, Matt Hardy and Private Party win. So yeah, uh, Yuta takes the pin from Matt Hardy after twist of fate. Mm-hmm. Um, Andrade retorted to Pac. Um, and yeah, and then we got Nyla Rose versus Chris Statlander. Which was a decent match, and Statlander ends up picking up the win, which was dope. It was a decent match. Um, I'm still been so impressed with how much Nyla Rose has improved from the beginning of AEW mm-hmm. until now. Like I thought she was hot trash when she started and was the champion, was, yeah. and now she's good and she's not the champion. Mm-hmm. But that's all right. I like our champion at the moment. Yeah, we have a good women's champion. In yeah. AEW. yeah. Um, the Young Bucks are backstage. And saying that they're going to beat Jurassic Express, um, and it'll be as easy as a layup. But then out of nowhere, they actually went for a literal layup, and Luchasaurus just fucking blocked it right yep. from them. <clears throat> Rejected. Um, it was great. It was great. It, I enjoyed. I enjoy the silliness of some of these things. Me like, too. Because they're not like stupid silly, but yeah. No, they've definitely. They went there, and they've AEW's definitely toned down on the stupid mm-hmm. silly, yeah. and just leave it like this. This is this is what guys backstage would really do, right? I can see guys goofing around like this oh, backstage. Yeah. Well, you watch BTE, and that's what they're doing. They're sitting there 
making trick shots. Right. Playing, you know, like, yeah. Um, speaking of the women's champion, though, Britt Baker, Baker, DMD, comes out. And she's in her hometown, and it's Britsburg. This is like Brett going to Canada mm-hmm. back in the 90s yeah. is exactly what this felt like. She's hated all across the country, but she goes to Pittsburgh, and she's getting cheered like none other. She's um, not really hated across the country. but No, but she gets booed across the country. How about that? Um, but in Pittsburgh, they don't even give a fuck. Um, and I think it was, I don't know, was it on this show or Rampage? I think it was on Rampage last night where... They had all the terrible towels that were the... Yeah, that was last night. Yeah, and... uh, Well, there was both nights, but I think the comment on commentary was last Last night. Last night, yeah. Yeah, the... Wonder how much Tony spent uh, giving away all those. (laughs) That was good. Um, But yeah, they were talking... Yeah, she was talking shit about Red Velvet, and then Red Velvet shows up and attacks, and they get separated. Mm -hmm. Yep. Um... We got a video package of the Ricky Starks and Brian Cage feud. So, and they're going to go face-to-face next week. Yes. Then we got Impact Tag Team Championship match. The Good Brothers taking on the Dark Order of Evil Uno and Stu Grayson. Um, and um, the Good Brothers... Keep their titles and pick up the win. They did, yeah. So it was a great match. <clears throat> yep. <clears throat> um, we got a video package with Camille hyping up her title match with Layla Hirsch at NWA Empower. Mm-hmm. Um, and QT Marshall's in the ring um, with oh, who was with him? I think it was all the guys. Okay, I can't remember, but anyway. Um, they're talking shit about Tony, um, and, uh, Marshall's getting all pissed at Tony, wants him to apologize, and, um, surprisingly, Paul White comes out for the save. Okay. Which was pretty cool. It was cool, actually, and unexpected. Because mm-hmm. I really want to see Paul White with... Versus Camarado, I think that'd be... That could be an interesting fight. Fucking fun, yeah. He made Camarado look so small when he got in the ring. He did. But if Camarado could get him up and fucking beast Paul White around the ring, that'd be fun. Mm Mm-hmm. All right. And our main event. Main event! Uh, The fourth labor of Jericho. Mm Mm-hmm. Wardlow versus Chris Jericho with MJF at ringside. Okay, so... This was okay, but I was really pissed about the fucking, um, the whole point of the match was MJF was allowed at ringside. Like, that was his stipulation. And they banned him. And then he fucking got kicked out of ringside. That makes no goddamn sense to me. None. It didn't upset me as much as you, which is weird, because that's usually the kind of thing that pisses me off. Right. It didn't this time for some reason. I'm still not, like, even thinking about it. I'm like, Mm -hmm. yeah, but he was interfering in the match. Right, but the whole stipulation was that he was allowed to be ringside. He was, but not that he could interfere. Well, yeah. That's still disqualification. Instead of disqualifying, the ref threw him out. Mm-hmm. I'm fine with it. Like, I don't know. I don't know. Don't even get me. Like, like, it's weird. Usually, I'm the one that gets upset about that shit. <coughs> right. Yeah, that one didn't hit me. It did. I get it. I mean, yeah. I, I get where you're coming from. I just, mm-hmm. that's not the way I saw it. Like, right. the way I saw it was, like, yeah, he was allowed to be ringside, but he didn't say he could interfere. 
or that there was right. like he there's no disqualifications if he got involved or anything like that. Just that he was allowed to be there, right? Which I thought was stupid, but I don't know. whatever. Anyway, but Jericho does pick up the win with uh, he had to um, Judas effects. So. Although part of me did wish that they just healed it. I know Tony Khan's not gone, but just right. heal it and let Jericho lose right now and not get to face Max. Right. Fuck everybody. Right. I think yeah. I think that would have been hilarious. Tony won't do it, but no. Um. Once in a while, I think it's cool to throw that shit in. Right. Uh, you don't want to say fuck the fans every day like Raw, but... Right. Um, Sean Spears ended up attacking Jericho afterwards. Sammy makes the save. Um, but, yeah. And then MJF ends up saying that next week they're going to have their match. Um, but the stipulation on this one is Jericho cannot use the Judas effect, which he's won all four matches so far with. And um, right. he can't come to the ring to Judas either. Right, he's not allowed to even have the music. So that should be interesting. The crowd's going to sing it anyway, which is going to be the best part. Yes, exactly. I think that's the whole reason they did it. I do too. So Jericho's ego's a little yeah. big these days. I know. That's fine. It's all right most of the time. Yeah. So, and that was uh, Dynamite. That was Dynamite. Dynamite. With that, we're going to move on to Impact. Yep. Uh, this show started off with Tennille Dashwood taking on Taylor Wilde. This was okay. Um, I just don't... I don't know. I, it's, I guess it's more I don't care about Caleb with a K. And Tennille's, like, thing they got going, so... Right. Um... But it ended up happening where Madison Rain came out and attacked Wild uh, when the ref was down, and um, Tennille ends up picking up the win. So nice. And so Madison Rain's apparently teaming up with Tennille now. Yeah, that makes sense. So yeah. I could see that. Okay. Yep. And we got Davari taking on Josh Alexander, and Josh Alexander picks up the win. Mm-hmm. Obviously, but um, Jake something comes down afterwards, and they're teasing that match coming up. So right, um, we got a pretty cool video package about Christian Cage versus Kenny Omega for the Impact title. Mm-hmm. So that was cool. You know, touching on Christian's history and TNA and all that. So all right, because he's former TNA champion, mm-hmm. world champion. That was where he got his um, first world championship. Yeah. Technically not. No? He was... Was it NWA? It was technically... Yeah, it was NWA, not TNA at the time. I didn't... So... I didn't think it was that far back in their mm-hmm. history yep. that it was still the NWA title. Yeah, I actually looked it up. Fair enough. Um, He's still a world champion. That's, that's what, what matters. Right. Um, see, there was a thing between... With uh, the Good Brothers, they're going to put their line... Or their belt on the line against um, Violent by Design... And Rich Swan and Willie Mack um, at the thing. And um, Doc Gallows and Joe Doring end up face-to-face. And they're just going to have a big man match next week, which is going to be great. Yeah, sometimes you just mm-hmm. like seeing big dudes shopping me. Yeah. Um, fights. So this stuff, I, I don't know about the, all this, but here Hogan comes out, gets says that Fire and Flavor is pretty much over. And then there's some shit with, like, Sue Young and Kimberly showing up, and they put, uh, 
It was, I don't know. I'm having a hard time giving a shit about the uh, Impact Women's mid-card. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, I don't know. Like, all this spooky stuff's too much sometimes. Like, it's, the Sue Young stuff's fun every once in a while, but it's just been, I don't know. Since she came back, it's been nonstop. Since Mm -hmm. she came back from being Susan to being Sue Young again. Yeah. Yeah. I'm with you. Um, Yeah. Oh, they announced that there's going to be a battle royal tonight for the number one contender for the Impact title. Okay. And so Callus and Omega are pissed about that. Um, so. And then we got Chris Bay and Jay White versus Finn Juice. Um, and White ends up enter, uh, putting bringing a chair into the match and getting disqualified. That'll do it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but then they beat up. Finn juice afterwards with the chair, so um I don't care. Um Yeah. Melina is being interviewed and then DeBron Prazo um interrupts her. And then we get a video package that was a very face video package for a heel, Deanna Perrazzo. Really? Yeah, just for like how much she's been training and getting ready for her match. It was like a fucking Rocky montage. Are they turning her? No, I don't think so. It just Uh was, I don't know. It's just an oddly, yeah. Hmm. That's odd. Yeah. That is weird. Um... We got Alex Marvez interviewing Christian about his match at Rampage. Okay. And says that, yeah, he's going to be the Impact Champion. Gotcha. Then we got the swerve of the week, in my opinion. Uh, we got Matt Cardona versus John Schuyler. Figured this was going to be a super quick Matt Cardona Baker. squash match. It wasn't. No. John Schuyler picks up the win here. Nice. Um, Yeah. Like, Rohit Raju distracted Cardona, but, but still. still, they gave John Schuyler the win. And Good like, for Schuyler. Yeah, so that was cool. Cardona's used to doing the job. Right. <laughs> Unfortunately. Right. <coughs> like, one of the hottest guys on the Indies gets, yeah. why not do it? So, sets up a between Rohit and Matt Cardona. Right. Gives John Schuyler a little bit of something, something, so. Mm-hmm. All right, and then our main event. Main event. Number one contender battle royal. Number one. I don't know. There's a lot of people in this. Um, But the final four were Chris Saban, Moose, uh, Sammy Callahan, and Brian Myers. Okay. We're the final four. Brian Myers. Um, And yeah, Brian Myers picks up the win. He's the number one contender. Um, So we will get him against the winner of the main event or the opening match of Rampage. Yes. Should have been the main event. On the 20th. Yeah, but you know why it was. I know, I'm not stupid. Um, yeah, so. Yeah. It was a good show, though. I enjoyed Impact this week. Um, the Battle Royal was fun. I just, I don't know. It makes more sense why, like, when we get to Rampage and who won, it makes more sense why Brian Myers won, I think. Mm-hmm. But, <coughs> yeah. They, I mean, they've been pushing Brian Myers pretty decent since he came in. Right, so. I just don't. I don't know. I don't think he deserves said push, but if that's what they're going to do, then that's what they're going to yeah, do. Yeah, might as well. So, But yeah, that was Impact. That was Impact. And with that, we'll move on to SmackDown Live. Sister, sister. Yep. Um, the beginning of SmackDown was fucking fantastic. Yeah, SmackDown did start great with John Mr. John Cena. Cena. And Roman Reigns. Boop, boop, yeah. boop, boop. You better Yeah, their back and forth was fantastic. You um, better, better. 
basically. It's weird not hearing John Cena sucks from the crowd. Right. Yeah. Because, like, to me, it's like, yeah, I still do it here at the house, but, like, it's a show of respect, just like when mm-hmm. you, I, you, know, you suck at Kurt Angle. Yeah. Exactly. Um... Yeah, no, this was fucking fantastic between the two. Cena uh, said that he that Roman drove Dean Ambrose out of the company. Was <laughs> that was a good line. And then, um, you know, if you think... And then Roman was like, yeah, if you think... Uh, you may think 20 years of missionary is a good thing, but Brie Bella didn't... Or Nikki Bella didn't think so. <laughs> that was a good one, too. Yes, that was a good um, one. Yeah, they were just fantastic. They were sometimes. Yeah, and but I like Cena because he just keeps, you know, he does. I this is what we need more out of promos, and people don't real like. I think some people don't realize anymore is like you don't want to put down your opponent. You're trying to build your opponent. (laughs) Yeah, and then and that's what Cena did really well here was. Make like I know you're big. gonna beat my ass. I know you're gonna hit me with twenty seven super pun- Superman punches. I know you're gonna hit. Well, oh, I did like how he did that too. Another DC superhero. Yeah, because uh, he's one too. Right. Um, but yeah, that he's was like. Good. But I'm gonna kick. You know, I'm gonna get up and I'm gonna beat you one two three. Like you're gonna beat my ass. I get it. But I'm still gonna win one two three. And awesome. this is. There's also one little point where he's like, you know, 16-time champion. Like, I don't have to prove anything. You're the one that's got to show up. You're the one that's got to right. look good. You're the one that's got to walk out of here victorious. Like, if I lose, it's nothing. It's just, you know, one yeah. more loss at the end of the day, and I'll go on to Hollywood and make another mm-hmm. movie. But if you lose, mm-hmm. it's into your world. I yep. was like, fuck yeah, John Cena. And, John the, and the, I'm going to take that title. I'm gonna walk out of here through the crowd, and I might even blow, blow you a kiss. kiss. And Roman <laughs> fucking corpse. Yeah. Did you notice? Uh, Roman so, had the corpse. Mm-hmm. It was great. Yeah, but yeah, the CM Punk reference. I just yeah, it was all so all of good. It. That's why these two are the best in the business. Yeah. Oh, and the one. Um, uh, no, you're right, John you're, Cena. You're looking at your best heel and face right now in all oh, of wrestling. Yeah. And like, oh, the one part where, you know, they wanted me to come back to make you look, you know, make you look good and make you work. And I just love, like, Reigns is sitting there. He's about to sock. And his Heyman's like, tell him thank you. <laughs> Did you catch that one? No, I didn't good. catch that. Yeah, just out. You could t- Roman almost lost it there too. I didn't catch that one, but uh-huh. I did catch him corpse when Cena said I might even blow you a kiss. Yeah, it's great. I did catch that one, but I didn't catch mm-hmm. the thank you one. Yeah. That good. is good. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that, that was so good. I'm excited for that match. Me too. Yeah, it was, it was a good episode of SmackDown. Mm-hmm. All in all. Yep. Um, but that was a great start. Him. Yeah, it was. And I think they followed up with it well, too. Intercontinental Championship. Yes, I agree. Match. Apollo was... Crews versus King Nakamura. Yeah, this was a good match. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, fucking... Boogs gets up on the turn or up on the apron, starts to play in the guitar. Yeah. So the fucking ref throws him out of the match. Yeah. While the ref's busy throwing him out of the match, fucking General Aziz comes in the ring to try and mm-hmm. get involved. The ref turns around in time to catch him and throws him out from ringside. Yeah. So I'm like, sweet, let's just get a straight up one on one match. Mm-hmm. And we did. And we did. And at the end of the day, Shinsuke Nakamura hits the Kinshasa, mm-hmm. one, two, three, and is your new well, two time mm-hmm. intercontinental champion, I think. I do or is this two. three now? 
I think, I think so, too. Yeah. So, yeah, we got us a new two-time Intercontinental Champion, Shinsuke yeah. Nakamura. And the celebrating afterwards with Boogs and Nakamura. Was and great. McAfee. Fucking <laughs> Boogs and, and McAfee are up rocking on the fucking announce table. <laughs> yeah. And McAfee's not even on the headset. No. He and Cole's just like, fucking McAfee. Right. <laughs> yeah. Like Vince would kill me if I did that. How does he get away with this cool shit? Right. I love it. Um... Oh, well, I don't care about the tag team division here, but anyway, well, the mid-card tag team division, but Street Profits talk some shit about Alpha Academy, and then we got a match between the Street Profits and Alpha Academy. Dude, this was a good match. This was a really fun it match. It was, too. but I was... Okay, it was the ending that pissed me off. I liked I did the not ending, want too. The, I did not want the Street Profits to win. Oh, I was cool I with think it. it was bullshit. I liked it. I liked the ending. I don't know. I just, I don't, I don't know. I'm, I guess I'm more pissed about the Otis stuff and like, I don't know. I'm just glad they're still using him, so. Yeah. Even if he did have to change as dramatically as he did, you know, I'm right. just glad they're using him. Yeah. I don't know. I just can't get into it. I'm more into the Street Profits. I never got out of the Street Profits. I just don't feel like they've been used right. But I don't feel like the Street Profits have done anything to devalue themselves yet. Yeah. Um. Um, what I did like, though, Seth Rollins comes out to the ring. Yeah, he kind of had all the fucking promo on Edge, and he had, (coughs) he didn't actually do it, but they had a video package put together, and it was just really well done, Mm -hmm. and it kind of told, like, the history of Edge coming in with the brood, and showed pictures of him with the fucking ministry and shit. It was basically, because Edge called Seth Edge Light. And Seth's like, no, dude, I did do everything that you did, but I did it better. Right, and, and that's, and what, that's the what the video package was about. Yeah, it's like, yeah, you came in with the brood. I came in with, with the shield. Like, we were way better than the brood. You know, you won money in the bank and cashed in. Dude, my, I cashed in at WrestleMania on Brock fucking Lesnar. Right. Like, who the fuck did you cash in on? Like, and, yeah. To be fair, he cashed in on John Cena. Brock Lesnar beat John Cena. So did it. I'm just saying. Oh, but yeah. Then what may or may not have been a number one contenders match: the Mysterios versus Dolph Rude and Robert Ziggler. Robert, no, Dolph Ziggler and Robert Rude. The Dirty Dolphs. Dolph Rude and Robert Robert Ziggler. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, right. The first one. The Mysterios won, and then the Usos um, cut a promo. Cut a promo. And yeah, so they did say that they're going to face him, but I don't know if this was, they were going to face him already, or if this was a number one contenders match. I'm pretty sure that Cole said this was a number one contenders match, but I've also learned lately you can't trust WWE announcers to actually know what the fuck's going on on their own TV show. Well, they changed, I think feel like they just changed their mind, like, way too often. They do. That's obvious. What was next, BJ? Um... Baron Corbin. Oh yeah, Baron Corbin's always great. Mm -hmm. Kevin Owens came out this week. Well, the um, first Corbin was like, you know, I just need a thousand dollars from each of you. Oh yeah, that's right. He's (laughs) like, I even have a credit card scanner on my phone. I'm just gonna go around. You guys just scan a thousand dollars to me. Just scan your cards, and right, that'll get me enough to get by for a couple days. And then Kevin Owens comes out. Yeah, and um. What the fuck's wrong with you? Right. 
And he's like, you know what? You need $1,000? Fuck it. That's fine. You beat me in a match right now. Uh, I'll, I'll give you $1,000. So we got that match for $1,000 of Kevin Owens' money. Oh, and if Kevin Owens wins, Corbin has to stop his shit. Yes. And stop asking people for money. And, and Owens he wins. wins. Mm-hmm. I imagine this is going to lead to a SummerSlam match. Right. With another stipulation. I do, too. But I've been into, like I said. I've Corbin's, enjoyed Barry. This is the best Barry Corbin's ever been. Yeah. Ever. Yeah. I saw on Reddit, or maybe it was quoted from somebody. I don't know. But Baron Corbin should challenge him to another dog food match. Yes. And but he should lose on purpose so he can have something to eat. Uh-huh. Yeah, I saw that as well. That would be I, fucking that great. That would be great. Um, alright, in our main event segment. Main event Women's Championship contract signing. Yeah, this was a little lackluster for the end of the show, but Yeah. Um Sa or yeah, Sasha being attacked after Bianca like Flipped over the table and jumped was, on her. That was fucking fantastic. Yeah. No, so Sasha has new gear. Yeah. Sasha looked good. Yeah. Sexy shit. Right. Sasha comes out and then oh. Bianca comes out and Bianca's entrance was horrible because between the the screen and the fucking augmented reality horse shit that they plaster fucking <coughs> everywhere, you yeah. couldn't see Bianca for a big part of her entrance. She was behind one of the augmented reality things, and with all the pink, yeah. it was just so fucking bright, you couldn't see her. Yeah. But basically, Sasha has a surprise, and out comes both Selena Vega and Carmella to have her back, and apparently they're a new heel faction. Alright, I'll take though, a woman's Even faction. though there's only like, you know, that's like four of the five singles on the SmackDown roster right. in the women's division right now. Still. But whatever. And then they try to beat the fuck out of Bianca, and Bianca fights back, but Sasha stands tall and holds up the women's belt at the end of the day. Yep. So she's losing to SummerSlam. And that was SmackDown Live, sister, sister. Yep. And with that... That's usually where we end, but... This week we got fucking AEW Rampage. Yep. Just right after. Um, Great debut show. Uh, We got a four-man booth. Which, fuck Chris Jericho. God damn, he was so annoying during the fucking opening match of this show. Yeah. I there was, was some so parts fucking, that were really funny. I was so fucking sick of Jericho by the end of the first... I'm glad he toned it down later in the night. Yeah. He was just high-pitched fucking screaming and talking over everybody and... He was probably drunk. Um, and like Mark Henry like, was fucking great. Mark Henry was great because I loved, like... There was a part... Okay, so the first match was the Impact Championship. Chris Jericho versus... Funny story here real quick. So, it starts off and Aiden's like, oh, what's the first match? And I saw, you know, outwork everyone. And I'm like, Christian versus Kenny Omega. And he was like, Christian? Kenny Omega? Christian and Kenny Omega? And I was like, yeah. And he's like, who's Christian? And I'm like, what? Who? Huh? And then I thought about it and I'm like. Yeah, Christian's been gone for so long. Like, you ever heard of TLC? I'm like, yeah. And he's like, he's one of the guys that invented that. Yeah. He's like, what? And I'm like, yeah. He's a legend. Right. He's a Hall of Famer. Yep. I don't think he actually is. Uh, I can't remember. Should be. Yeah. Um, he's an Impact Hall of Famer. I'm pretty. So sure. yeah, now he knows right. who Christian is. Nice. And was impressed because nice. they had a good match. They did. Um, but there was one part where, you know, there was a good back and forth between the two, and or and um, Jericho's going on, and he's like, and then Kenny goes to rake the eyes and. Uh, Jericho was putting him over like, oh yeah, that's a good move, you know, going after the eyes, and 
Mark Henry's just like, that's against the rules, Chris. <laughs> and that, it was just so fucking good and deadpan that I loved it. I thought Mark Henry was great in his first uh, outing with AEW on the commentary yeah. team. I like that all their shows have different commentators. Mm-hmm. Mixes it up. Elevation is different than Dark, is different mm-hmm. than Dynamite, is different than Rampage. Yep. Yeah. No one's on all of them. Right. Because Monday's Tony and Big Show. Right. Tuesday's Taz and Excalibur. Mm-hmm. Wednesday is JR, Tony, and Excalibur. And Friday is, I think the permanent is going to be Excalibur, Tony, and Mark Henry. Yeah. It's going to be the permanent team is what... Tony Khan said. Yep. So. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this was, like I said, fantastic match. The finish was uh, the Young Bucks come down to the ring, um, try to help. Yeah. Referee's distracted. Gets They put the chair in the ring. Kenny tries to get him up for the one-winged angel. Christian gets out. Kill switch on the chair. Throws, throws the, the chair, chair out. One, two, three. One, two, three. Your new Impact World Champion. Yep. Fucking called it. Um, it works on so many levels. It really does. It fixes the who beats Kenny Omega and Impact problem, right? Because now, like, now it's, it's Christian, yeah, right. Which is which is fitting because Christian's history with Impact, right, and working there for years back in the day, yeah. Two time NWA champion through them, um, yeah, like, and it makes it adds another layer to Kenny because he can be pissed and you know. Go a little further. And, and it makes it... It gives even more anticipation for the all-out match because now mm-hmm. Christian's already beat him once. Exactly. And, like... Yeah. It was a good match, too. Mm-hmm. They had a really good match here. Yeah, because, like, going into it, you're thinking, yeah, there's no way Christian beats Kenny for this championship. But now but he they, beat him once, and now it's like, oh, well, maybe. And as Christian said in this promo later <coughs> on here after mm-hmm. the match, like, I already showed I can beat you once. I can do it again. Yep. Be afraid, Omega. Yep. I'm coming after the AEW title. I will say, other than Chris Jericho's commentary, my only other complaint was how much they buried the Impact title, talking about, like, constantly yeah. bringing up how prestigious uh, yeah, AEW's was. Right. I was cool with it, like, the first time or two. Mm, but, like, let's just live in the moment. Quit burying the fucking belt. Right. Like, right. You're supposed to be championing this match, and you're just burying the importance of the match because yeah. you're making the belt feel like nothing. Mm-hmm. And, like, I get that's not your belt, and you want to put yours over, but right. they went just too, too far, far with it. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I caught that, too. It was a lot. I saw other people on Reddit complaining about that. That yeah. was one of the things I went to the comments about to see if it was just me. Right. And it wasn't, so, right. yeah. Like, not overwhelming a number yeah. of people, but other right. people. Now, see if, like, Impact did the same thing on the opposite. You know what I mean? Like, they should they should put over, when you're watching an Impact show, if they do the same thing, I'm more okay with it. Yeah, because if you look at numbers and, like, as far as number of fans that watch the shows, right. Impact's at, like, a million. Right. And, like, or, I'm sorry, AEW's at, like, a million, 1.1-ish right about right. now. Or so, I don't know what they did this Wednesday. Right. And... Impact is lucky if they get a hundred thousand. Right. So like they're they should be putting their belt over big time over AEW's because it's ridiculous. Right. But like we already know AEW's belt's way more important than Impact. You don't need to put it over that much. Right. In fact, I bet a lot of people don't like <coughs> like Aiden didn't know what Impact was. Right. Yeah. Like what's the Impact title? Why does it? Why does? No. Why? But he has. 
he doesn't need any more belts, does he? And I said, he's got another shoulder missing a belt. He could put one on. He's like, yeah, I guess he could have another one over there. What are all of those? And I'm yeah. like, well, these two are technically the same, and I had to explain how they're that right. rotating. And, yeah. yeah. Makes sense. Yeah. Um, all right. Uh, Miro versus Fuego Del Sol for the AWTNT Championship. I thought this was done really well. Um, I did, too. Uh, Fuego got his like tornado DDT in before the bell even rang. He ended up hitting three of them on Miro, but Miro kicks out still. Um, and it was basically over from there. Took out Fuego and, but the crowd was hot for Fuego. It was dope, especially when he hit that DDT right away. Yeah. It was great. Um, but yeah, he ends up taking the, uh, kick and, a. Samoan drop. I like that too. Did you catch that? Yeah, that was like, no, like, no Bul- yeah. Bulgarian. That drop. was good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Miro ends up retaining. But I think the bigger story is after the match, um, Tony Khan and Sammy Guevara walk out. Yeah. And Tony hands Sammy a contract and Sammy comes down to the ring and gives it to Fuego and says he's now all elite. And Fuego's like, Ugly crying in the ring and so excited and yeah. And I had this for news and rumors, but Tony did say after the show that um, he, uh, Fuego had no clue. Like him and Sammy were the only two people that knew that this was going to happen. Oh, really? Yeah. Nice. That's dope. Yeah. And I know Sammy and him are good friends too, so that's awesome. It's always, I like, I love little things like that. Mm -hmm. So good. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it was a. Uh, I was smiling big time. That was fucking fantastic. It was a feel good moment, yeah, for sure. Yep. And then our main event. Main event. Doctor Britt Baker, DMD, taking on Red Velvet for the AEW champ- Women's Championship. So BJ didn't have the same problem as I had with this match, buds, because he watched it on later on replay. Yeah. And I watched it live, but fucking. Oh, yeah, we didn't tell Ryan where it mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh There was, like, eight commercial breaks during this match. Like, yeah. I'm like, oh, sweet, they're giving this match, like, half an hour with entrances, and they gave yeah. it, like, ten minutes. Right. And I'm like, ah. Uh. Yeah. Um, yeah, I missed all that, because, right. Um, but Britt Baker ends up pick, picking up the win, obviously. Yeah. I like the story of the match. You it know, was. Britt has it was a, good. Broken freaking wrist, which mm-hmm. is great. Yeah. Um, and it works on so many levels, too, because he's from Pittsburgh, too. And, yeah. Good stuff. And it's Olympic time. Right. It was Olympic time. and um, Anyway, so, yeah. But the story was, you know, she couldn't hit the lockjaw with that, that hand, which is the one she normally uses. So she ended up having to reverse it and lock it in with the left hand. It was still effective. It worked well. And she picked up the win. She and retains and is still your women's champion. Um, afterwards, though, Chris Statlander uh, shows up and attacks Britt, Britt Baker because she should be the new number one contender. And because Britt was still and attacking Red yeah, Velvet, she was so still she kind of came out for the save. Right. Yeah. And um, then a surprise return after almost two years, uh, Jamie Hayter is back in AEW and... Um, takes out Red Velvet and Chris Statlander, and looks like those two team are teaming up now too. Mm-hmm. So yes, um, 
Yeah. Yeah. And that was your first ever Rampage. Good show. Yeah, I enjoyed it. Packed. Um, Three championship matches. Right. And just my only complaint was an hour's not long enough for an AEW show. Chris Jericho during the opening match was yeah. my biggest complaint. Yeah. But yeah, an hour wasn't enough, but at the same like time, like, it was, it was 11 o'clock on Friday. I was ready to go to bed. Yeah, so. for sure. So yeah, that but, too. But, um, right. so next we'll move on to news and or rumors. And or rumors. I don't got much, but okay. I got a little bit, so let's do uh-huh. it. Uh, first off, we're going around town is that AEW is signing Ric Flair pretty much mm-hmm. the second he is illegally available to be signed. Yeah. I mean, it makes sense. Yeah. I figured that already. Yeah. Um, Andrew Zarian reported that the King of the Ring tournament is going to return this year in October and okay. that the finals are expected to take place in Saudi Arabia. He also said that the Queen of the Ring finals will be in the same time and also hopefully have its finals in Saudi Arabia as well. So that'll be the one yeah. women's match. I was going to say we reported the women's before. Yep, it's being reported again. So now that the men's are. Okay. Uh, according to The Observer, Triple H and Shawn Michaels only heard about the recent NXT releases after John Laurinaitis had called the wrestlers and notified them of being released. <laughs> yeah. So they didn't even know they were losing their talent there. Right, which is fucked. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, mean, I mean, we should just do, yeah, all the NXT stuff, I guess, here, right? Just that they're... Yeah, yeah. might as well. Yeah, that makes sense. Let's go, go ahead. Like, yeah, that they're... Um, the rumor is that they're going back to, like, the Curtis Axel days of NXT. Um, just developmental. There's a supposed memo that came out that Vince McMahon um, said... Like, and I quote, no more midgets, no one under 300 pounds, like... No one under... Or under two, six feet. 225, 225 6'2", right. and uh, under 30. Yeah, but no more midgets was one of the things yep. he says. Like, just, I, I don't know. It's That's what gave NXT its charm, and I it's going to be... And apparently um, USA is also pissed because that's not what they purchased, and of course it, they would be. I would be too. Yeah, they wanted that indie wrestling right. show. And that was the point anymore. So, yeah, it's a Vince has never situation. Gotten it. Vince has never understood it. He's never gotten it. And he's spending way too much money for something that he sees as worthless that right. he gets nothing out of and couldn't right. even beat the fucking Mud Show AEW. Right. Yeah. That's the and way Vince sees it. Yeah. Oh, I know. It's fucking stupid. It is. Um,. That's why I said I'm enjoying NXT while it lasts, because I have yep. a feeling it's not going to be this for much longer. No. Uh, Wrestling Observer noted that Rio's been out due to a bad reaction to the COVID-19 vaccine. 19 mm-hmm. vaccine. Yeah. She's, she's one of the very, very few people. Yeah. Uh, but she should be back soon, so that's good news. Um, I hope she's all right. That's not cool. Yeah, it's just because she was just trying to protect herself. Um... Uh, Fightful had reached out to sources connected to Bray Wyatt and were able to confirm that his absence from mm-hmm. WrestleMania had nothing to do with mental health. That's all falsely reported. And that he's been 100% healthy and, and able to wrestle the entire time he's been off TV. Yeah. So that's kind of some bullshit. It really is. Um, but it's yeah. I think that's a bigger deal because it's starting to be a link that a lot of bigger names that have been released recently or people that have complained about mental health and right. it seems like Vince is just fuck it. He's fucking. Um, I guess I want to add on to that. Um, 
during Raw, they actually ran a video package in the arena of Mick Foley and Stone Cold talking about how awesome The Fiend is. <laughs> like, just saying. Um, so, I there is a non-zero chance that The Fiend just gets repackaged with someone else. Right. I'm telling you right now. I would not be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised either. If someone AW, else. I imagine, owns The Fiend. WWE. Or WWE, I mean, yeah. sorry. Yeah. Uh, not AEW. They obviously don't own The Fiend. Right. Um, okay, I've only got a few more here. So, okay. um, it was announced this week that Ring of Honor has had to move the Death Before Dishonor pay-per-view officially out of Florida because of COVID. Uh, it was originally scheduled for September the 12th. It's still going to take place on September 12th. But it's now going to be held at the 2300 Arena in Philadelphia, most famously known as the ECW Arena from the mm-hmm. 90s. Uh, from the late 90s. Mm-hmm. And um, probably marks the first time ever that the ECW arena was chosen as the safer option for a wrestling show. But here we are. Yeah. <laughs> 2021 right. fucking shit up. Right. That actually was the last thing that I had. Okay. I thought I had one more, but I guess that's it. So okay. we'd already talked about the other thing I got. So what do you got for us this week, BJ? So well, I'm going to start off with... Um, so these two things are two of three things that we talk about a lot, or two of four things that we talk about a lot. Roll-ups? No. Um, in News or Murmurs. Uh-huh. So the first is uh, Michael Elgin. Uh-huh. Um, we talk about him a lot because he's got some issues. But apparently he disappeared again. Oh. And was saying some weird shit on uh, social media and stuff. And, yeah. But apparently they did found him and he was found safe. But, yeah. Dude still needs to get some help. It sounds like he needs help and he's not getting it. So bad. Yeah. Right. That sucks. Yeah. You hate to hear it. Right. But. um, And then on the good side of it, Titus O'Neil again uh, gave away this year, which I think he's been doing this for a few years now, but he gave away 30,000 backpacks filled with school supplies. Yeah. um, This is not the first year. I'm pretty sure we've reported on that previous years in the Bud Guys. I don't know if it's the exact same number, but. Right. But yeah, Titus O'Neill's a good guy. He is a good guy. Just, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And the other two are usually Teddy Hart. Actually, I guess it'd be three Teddy Hart, um, Sonny, Sonny and uh, Uso. Yeah. <laughs> Getting to you Jimmy, guys. Yeah. So, Jeff Hardy. Yeah. It's been a while for Hardy, though. It's been a couple years, it um, seems like. Yeah. There was a new Buddy Murphy vignette, um, and it was kind of neat. It's, uh, there was a lot of the same characters from the Aleister Black uh, vignettes. Okay. Um, when he got released from the hospital thing. And this is um, basically they said he's, you know, the most dangerous inmate. And um, the one guy's terrified to let him go. And um, they're actually going to let him out. So we'll see what happens there. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh. Main event this week, Dakota main Kai. Event. Dakota Kai was on main event, WWE's main event. Oh. And she lost to Aaliyah. I heard about that. That's not surprising. No. Um, oh, some sad news. Uh, a couple of them. Kelly Kelly revealed she has recently um, gone through a miscarriage through her first trimester, which is super oh. sad. Yeah. Um, and uh, what's this? Dominic... Dominic Zanucci passed away. Oh. Um, 
And basically, he was the trainer of Mick Foley and Shane Douglas. So, okay. Yeah. That's who he was. But on the other side, there's some good news. Um, with people having babies, mm-hmm. uh, the captain, Sean Dean, uh, his wife is pregnant okay. with, their chi- with a child. And um, uh, Candice LeRae and Johnny Gargano are going to be welcoming their first child. Too. And so, and Candace is um, saying that she still wants to show up on NXT because Indy needs her. She won't be wrestling, obviously, but right. she still wants to be, yeah. And honestly, that could play into a fun storyline with like Indy getting jealous of the baby or something and like, I don't know, you know? Right. Be great. Um, what else I got? Uh, Nick fucking Gage is going to be getting his first ever action figure, which is pretty cool. And it will come with a pizza cutter accessory. Oh. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. Well, Matt Cardona will be happy to hear that. <coughs> right. Oh, yeah. He already said he's going to get one. So. Yeah. He it was on his one. list. Yeah. I don't know if you saw that on social media. He uh-huh. said, like, as champion, there's things I need to do to make this uh-huh. company better. And he had a list, and one of the uh-huh. things was getting it Gage action figure. That's great. So That's great. Um, so Shaq did that spot a while back where he went through the table. Okay. And QT Marshall put together that match. Okay. And told Shaq that he'd put a pad under the table. And he did not put a pad under the table. I did hear about that. Fucking carnies. Um... Uh, Tyler Breeze pretty much said he doesn't want to go to AEW because mm-hmm. he thinks he'd just get mixed, lost in the mix over there. Which is probably true. Yeah. And he wants to... Especially yeah. if Punk and Daniel are coming in, he'd be so overshadowed that oh, yeah. you know, it wouldn't matter yeah. much. Uh, me and you talked about this Wednesday, but... Uh, so, the current women's Raw Women's Champion, Nikki A.S.H., um, has no merchandise except this one little plaque but Lily's doll actually has her own t-shirt. Yeah. Or Alexa's doll, Lily, has her own t-shirt. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, that was stupid. dumb as shit. Yeah. Um, Jungle Boy uh, was quoted that he wants Jake Atlas in AEW because they've had some really good indies matches, some of the best indies matches he's had in his career, and he would love to face him again. Okay. That's so, neat. Yeah. Um, oh, okay. So, I teased this earlier. Um, but Mansoor tweeted that him and Ali are running for the handsomest tag team in the world and to vote for him. Okay. And Mace, Mace, uh, commented back, you look submissive and breedable. Submissive and breedable? Yes. <laughs> That's very it's ridiculous. Just, it's super ridiculous and I love it. The fuck? Right? <clears throat> okay, fair enough. Yeah. Um, we already talked about all the NXT stuff. Oh, um, I think this is the last thing I have. Okay. Um, so apparently, uh, a few years back, WWE, there were rumors that WWE was going to buy CMLL. Mm-hmm. And um, apparently the reason the deal fell apart was CMLL, CMLL owns a bunch of their own arenas in Mexico. Mm. And they wanted that to be part of the deal where they would sell the arenas to WWE. But WWE, but they're like older arenas. So WWE didn't want them, basically. Fair so, enough. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. That's interesting. Right? 
That would have been an interesting yeah. turn of events, too. If I, I agree. Bought them, so. Well, BJ, let's wrap up this week with the yeah. late night double feature picture show. Yep. Uh, this Let's week, see. we're going to talk about money in the bank cash-ins. Right. Just had the idea. It'd be fun to talk about. We always talk about, like, best and worst of the year or right. favorites of all time or top 100 lists or mm-hmm. whatever. What about just our favorite, least favorite cash-ins? Let's start with the least favorite first and get the yeah. shitty ones. You want to go first or you want me to go first? Um, you can go first. All right. What's your idea? All right. So, my least favorite ever uh, was actually Damien Sandow's from 2013. Yeah. Um, it was just a double whammy because first of all, if you go back and watch this Money in the Bank match, Cody Rhodes should have won this match. Yeah. He was the star of the match. He outshone everybody. He was yeah. amazing in this match. This should have been his moment mm-hmm. to move him to the upper card. And instead they gave it to Damien Sandow. Yeah. And then they did nothing he with lost. Sandow. Right. He lost to Cena, even though Cena had already been fucking hurt. And he became a running joke, and then he disappeared for a mm-hmm. little bit, and came back as Mizdow. Right. And now he's yeah. in the NWA, right. doing good stuff again. Right. But yeah, they wasted it, and mm-hmm. it was a double knock, because he shouldn't have won in the first place. And then they wasted him winning it, instead of giving it to Cody. Right. Um, that's kind of a... That, that one's a tie for me. Okay. So there's been, what, three failures? In history, I do believe. Baron Corbin and... And John Cena. Oh, yeah. Um, Yeah. John Cena one I was okay with, because it was pre-done, called it for Raw 1000. Like, I was fine with that one. Um, But, yeah, I'm going to say this is a tie with the other loss, and that's Baron Corbin. Okay. It's like... um, Yeah, I just thought it was stupid that he lost it, first off. Like, they kept trying to push him, and... This just fucking pull the trigger, bitches. Mm-hmm. And yeah, he lost. So, um, yeah, I mean, everything else was good. I think like the swagger one back in the day wasn't the best. Um, I just don't think I swagger was ready one. to be a world champion. No, not at all. Right. Um, so, all right. Well, how about best? We probably agree on these. So mine's a tie. Yeah. Cause I couldn't pick one. Right. The first one is chronologically okay. was Edge. Okay. Um, Which one? Cena. Okay. Cena just like won that fucking brutal elimination chamber match, yeah, and then Edge cashes one. in on him, and I just thought that was fucking amazing. Mm-hmm. That's just one of my personal favorites, mm-hmm. and it's not one I got to watch live. I wasn't watching wrestling right. when it happened, but I got to go back and watch it. Yeah. And knowing those guys and everything, it was dope. Right. It was a good time. And then the one it's tied with, which is probably the one I assume is your favorite, mm-hmm. was Seth Rollins cashing in on That's Brock Lesnar and Roman Reigns and making that, mm-hmm. was that WrestleMania 31? Yeah. 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 Yeah, 31. Yeah. And that's my favorite. Okay. I thought that was fucking great. It yeah. made that whole mania good. Seth right. Rollins was like a so, heel and like no one wanted either. Reigns he was a heel who became the biggest baby face right. that night because nobody wanted Reigns and Brock Lesnar right. at that point. And I like that he made it, turned it into a triple threat too and not just like, waiting until the afterwards. Fact. He just yeah. got in there then. Yeah, I like that. And he pinned Roman instead of mm-hmm. pinning Lesnar, which is a big right. deal because then later on Seth Rollins actually goes on to become the Beast Slayer when right. he fucking curb stomps Brock Lesnar and pins him one, two, yep. three in the middle of the fucking ring. Great. 
and it came full circle all the way back to Wild Boar Mike Hitchman. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So, yeah. what was your favorite beat? So that was that was my. I I also have a tie. Okay. But the, the other one is not the same. The edge one. Um, yeah. Okay. I didn't so, figure. That's no. just my one of my personal. Right. Because my personal still. Um, like my favorite, and I think my favorite personal reaction to was the Dolph Ziggler cash in on that uh, Raw after Mania. Um, yeah, I think for me it was still it was still novel to me at the time because I'd just gotten back mm-hmm. into live wrestling and right. not you know like you know all the shit I grew up on, right? The retro shit that you were get, that you sucked me back in with, yeah. So. It didn't mean as much to me as it did for you because I didn't have any as much investment in Dolph Ziggler yet. Right. But I think if I would have, like I felt about him later, that would probably be one of my favorites. Yeah, and that's the thing I had been invested in him for a long for time. A long by that time. Point. Right, and and it also like he held that. Briefcase. I knew him as one of the cheerleading guys and didn't even know it was the same dude at that right. point. So and he he held that briefcase for like two hundred and fifty yeah, something like days, close to a whole fucking like, year. And so you just building up the anticipation and you always got scared because there were, he had to defend it twice as well mm-hmm. before we got to that point. So he could have lost it. And like, I don't know. It was just the whole thing was, and just finally that culminating and he pinned Del Rio and I fucking hated Del Rio. I still fucking hate Del Rio. Yeah. I've never been so to Del Rio. Like, so like that fact of it and just the crowd that night after mania, I, it was just, I don't know. I, it was, just one of my favorites. So yeah. I wish it would have been the WWE instead of the world championship. That's about the only thing. But so um, I think if I think had I been more invested in characters at the time, I would have put Ziggler's higher as well. Yeah. But like I said, and I, and I actually, I kind of prefaced that with, I already had the investment with edge and Cena. Cause I knew both of those guys. Well, right. Going into that one, you know, as a replay for me. Right. Whereas I saw that one live, but I had no investment at that point. And I haven't watched that one since either, so maybe I should go back. Oh, I'm also going to throw into one of my worst real quick, the Del Rio one, because fuck Del Rio. That was so fucking stupid. Yeah. Remember? Yeah. Well, you weren't watching live, but this was, yeah, during the summer of punk, and Mm -hmm. then um, comes in and cashes after, uh, yeah, I hated that. After the punk was it the Punk Cena match? Not a Del Rio fan. No, Never I been a Del Rio fan. Fuck Del Rio. I agree. Not a fan. No. Well, so. tell us what your favorite and where at least favorite Money in the Bank cash-ins are, Bud. You can hit us up at BudsWW on the Twitter or send an email to the Gmail at the same place. Yep. And you can get me at Beach2004. That's B double E J 2004. Leave a five star comment. How many cigarettes I have left, too. That's Ooh. pretty impressive for. Leave a five-star comment, like, share, subscribe, <laughs> tell your friends. Tell your enemies, tell your dogs, neighbors. Seriously, cat. tell people. That's how we grow the podcast. Yeah. Right? We don't, like, make any money off of this. No, we just, we, you know, what, three and a half years ago, we were like, hey, we talk about wrestling a lot. We should put a microphone in front of us and do a podcast. And we did. Now it's been three and a half years. And we got like 80, 90, 100 of you fuckers listening like every week. So, Buzz, I got sober during the course of this podcast. Yeah. And now I'm almost yeah. a thousand days sober. Right. So, fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. But yeah, hit That's us good. up, leave us messages, tell everybody, listen to us. Mm-hmm. Thanks for listening. Great. We and listen to you. our other podcast that we're going to record. Buds Don't next. Watch Wrestling. Yeah. You can catch that at Buds Don't Watch Wrestling, Fireside FM. Fuck yeah. Same you place can. you can get us here. Mm hmm. And until next time, this BJ over there. Who does Daryl over there? Peace out, guys. See ya. Go away. Oh.
I like how you hooked up the mouse. I keep forgetting to use it. Fucking, yeah. yeah, you know me. I know. Seth appreciates the lack of beat in this weekend. I'm just gonna randomly beat the episodes. You should do it for the other beep. podcast on this one. Pony <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> Alright, whenever you're ready.